Hello, and welcome to the final day of our podcast, where we aim to provide a deeper understanding of those who are having a difficult time dealing with their emotions. Today, we would like to provide you with the knowledge and tools necessary to identify harmful patterns, recognize unhealthy relationships, and learn coping strategies so you can refocus on yourself. Are you happy? Can you think of a person who works extra hard to make sure the people around them are happy? What does a people pleaser look like? Let's start by looking at an example of Sarah. Before we tell you Sarah's story, please keep in mind that any similarities to real persons or events are completely coincidental. Sarah is a married, middle-aged woman. Her friends and family describe her as helpful, trustworthy, and considerate. These are excellent traits to have, right? However, helping too much can be harmful. Sarah would often agree to help anyone and struggles with saying no to people, even when she has other plans or simply feels too tired. So, is Sarah actually harming others? Sarah is harming herself as she is doing these acts of kindness because she wants to please other people. Our need to constantly earn the admiration of others might come from insecurities or low self-esteem. As a result, people-pleasers seek external validation. Now, there's nothing wrong with feeling good about yourself after helping someone you care about or even a stranger. But what happens when you constantly put everyone else's needs ahead of yours? Let's look at Sarah's situation to better understand the problem with helping too much. I must cook for my in-laws every day. If I don't make dinner, they won't love me. Sarah believes that she is only worthy of love if she is giving to others. I have to help my husband organize a game night, even when I'm tired. Well, he can't do it by himself, and that's why he married me anyway. People-pleasers are always worried about being rejected. As a result, they perform acts of kindness for others to like them. Sunday is my only day off, but I just couldn't say no to my neighbor when he asked me to babysit his children all day. Why is the word no so difficult to say for some people? Refusing to help, even though they'd rather focus on other plans, can be extremely uncomfortable and difficult for them. One time I ran some errands for my coworker during lunchtime. The dry cleaners gave me the wrong suit. My coworker was really upset, even though I apologized multiple times. Now, what's wrong with this scenario? Sarah took the blame for the mix-up, even though it was the dry cleaner's mistake. What feelings was Sarah experiencing that led her to take blame for something that clearly wasn't her fault? I went for a quick trim to the hairdresser the other day. The hairdresser kept cutting more and more hair off, and I ended up with a short bob. I didn't want to upset her, so I told her that I loved it. Have you met people who always try to keep the peace, so they rarely disagree, even if they disapprove? Recently, I connected with an old friend. I decided to surprise her at work with a nice bouquet of flowers. She invited me into her office for a chat, but I told her I was so busy helping other people, I didn't even have time to think. She asked me to describe the last time I did something for myself that brought me joy. I couldn't give her an answer, because I don't know what makes me happy other than making other people happy. Sarah struggles with purpose and clear sense of self. 
people-pleasers also find it hard to recognize their own feelings. What advice would you give Sarah? Would you tell her to stop helping everyone? Or would you urge her to establish some boundaries? An important part of maintaining a healthy mental state is setting boundaries. All relationships involve accommodating the other person's needs and feelings, but that doesn't mean that you should neglect your own needs and feelings. Developing and implementing healthy boundaries will help you put your well-being first. There are three types of boundaries, physical, verbal, and spatial. With physical boundaries, no one is allowed to touch you without your consent. You can say, I'm okay with a handshake, but I don't want to be hugged. Or you can simply say, I feel uncomfortable hugging. Verbal boundaries have to do with the way you are being spoken to. An example would be, I do not wish to argue with you, or I won't allow your tone of voice. Spatial boundaries are about your personal space. Your home is your space. So you can tell an uninvited guest, I enjoy spending time with you, but I'm busy tonight. How about next weekend? Or simply, I can't see you today. Boundaries are also important in workspaces. Let's say your boss wants you to take on a major project on top of your heavy workload. Practice saying, I won't be able to complete that project on time. Could we push back the deadline or see if someone else on the team can help? Keep in mind that you do not need to explain your boundaries. For example, if you refuse to check work emails on the weekends, you could simply leave them for Monday morning. Boundaries are a form of self-care. Boundaries are a way of saying to yourself, the happiness of others is not my responsibility. I am responsible for my own mental health and emotional well-being. I love myself. Of course, changing unhelpful behaviors is not easy and in some may need a bit more time and assistance. As we have reaffirmed throughout our entire podcast series, therapy can be life-changing. You deserve to live as your authentic self because we all deserve to be happy. This is the end of our podcast series. We have covered a variety of topics including how to have a difficult conversation with someone who is mentally struggling, signs of depression, burnout, eating disorders, abuse, and the harms of helping too much, knowing when a friend needs professional help, and the importance of prioritizing your mental well-being. We would like to thank our listeners from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you for joining us on this journey towards removing the social stigma around mental health and learning how to communicate better with people who need support. Take a moment to appreciate yourself too, as you have dived into these topics and situations with us. Remember that help is always within reach. You are not alone. Stay kind, mindful, and careful out there.